bollocks. Hello and welcome back to Unclassical. Hello everyone, it has been a fucking minute. It has been a minute and it is officially spooky Ooh, season. Is it the seventh today? Yes, I think it is. You're right, it is. What a fascinating thing to record. It's the seventh, I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. Are you right? It's the seventh today, but not when you're listening to it. No, the seventh of October. I have a feeling I said the seventh of August a minute ago. You didn't say anything, you just said it was the seventh. Oh, just, yeah, just leave it open. The seventh. The Sorry, seventh. this is fascinating. It's spooky season, that's what you need to go. It is spooky season. The time has finally come to wrap up in cosy blankets and fuzzy socks, grab your favourite mug and hot drink and settle down. And settle down. And if you can find a mug for less than 22 quid, send us the link. Send us this is the thing, right? Um, <laughs> Already on the early, I am on the tangents early. I enjoy watching a nice autumnal haul from people, mm-hmm. but A, they kind of irritate me because I'm like, well, you've just bought a fuck ton of plastic. Yeah. Consumerism yeah. problematic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, then I'm like, damn, I want that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I look up and it's sort of like, it's really reasonable for a hand towel with pumpkins on it. And, like, <laughs> that's so and then it's for 30 quid. And I'm like, we fucking are! Yeah. <laughs> 30 it's quid? Wrong, it's nothing wrong with whores. It's just there ain't nothing angry. wrong with whores. <laughs> I just want the autumnal stuff, but it's all plastic. And then you... Yeah, it's, just get a fucking real pumpkin. Like, yeah. get a real pumpkin, guys. Let they it be are, they are cheaper. Cheaper. I have had a pumpkin since last year. Oh my gosh, you have! It was a white one, and it's slowly turning yellow. It hasn't gone mouldy yet. Yeah. So I'm just gonna let it continue. I mean, you have to at this point. I'm like, are you eventually gonna go orange? Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. Well, we're all intrigued. We I hope. Know. I will. I will document it. Document it slowly. See. <laughs> well, should we just check in every Halloween with it? Yeah. So last. Year it was white this year it's yellow who knows what it'll be next year maybe rotten who knows maybe maybe dead maybe dead maybe Maybe like us (laughs) anyway so to truly embrace the spooky season we will be covering (laughs) dracula dracula bram stoker now bram stoker now then I have a question for you. Mm. What came first the chicken or the egg no 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 (laughs) dracula or frankenstein Oh, I'm gonna go with Dracula. No, he <gasps> like eighty years later. Oh, it's not much in it to be fair. Um, but also, I thought um, Mary Shelley and Bram Stoker were mates. Um, yeah. But no, they're like eighty years apart. Eighty. <laughs> yeah. Dr- um. So. Wait, I thought you said Dracula was eight years. From... Eighty years. Ah, sorry. That is actually a bit of a niche. I was gonna fair. say. I was like, you're like barely anything. I was like. In the grand scheme of the world, I thought it was pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, because I think a lot of people think of like, I mean, nowadays um, Mary Shelley does get her her respect that she deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a platform. Yeah, but I think in days gone by, it's sort of like, oh, he's the um, the The horror writer, the father of horror and stuff. Um, Although there are horror things older than Mary Shelley. That is definitely true, and um, you know there was like obviously Byron around at that time as well. Mm. Uh, but she's definitely the mother of science fiction. Yeah, like, yeah. And uh, Dracula definitely was borrowing a lot of her spooky themes, what not in like all? a stealing way, just mm. in like an inspired way. But she's well, the mother of it. Is that a nice way of saying stealing? <laughs> I'm just really inspired by your artwork that I put all over my album cover, mm-hmm. but now I've sold for millions. I just I didn't copy. I was inspired. I was inspired. I mean, they are different stories. I'll be honest. I haven't read Frankenstein for a very long time. It's difficult to say if there's huge stealing. I don't think it's stealing. It's just like 
I mean... Similar interests. Similar interests. <laughs> I don't think it's particularly theft, but if someone comes back to me and is like, what about this chapter that's literally the same? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, come at me, bro. Come at me. Anyway. Mm. So who was Bram Stoker? I don't but know. He was a theatre... Um, oh, there we go. He was a thief! He was a thief! He was <laughs> a bastard! <laughs> well, um, well, he was a theatre critic from Dublin. Mm. Um, he mostly was like, um, like an acting hand to an famous actor at the time mm. uh who it's rumored that he might have based dracula on because he was very he didn't kill people for blood but he was very sort of like theatrical mm. being an actor mm. and just quite dickish dickish fun fact um, the actual dick the actual dick the actual drac dick mm. anyway uh fun fact his uh bram stoker's wife used to date oscar wilde that is a fun fact Oscar Wilde dated a lady. He, well, yeah, I mean, he was in the closet. Yeah. Um, and Stocker and Wilde were mates at university. That is fun. I like that. I liked that. I read Oscar that. Wilde has some problems, but he writes beautifully. He does write beautifully. I wonder if Bram Stocker is similar. I mean, I'm. I do very much. I am very much enjoying Dracula. Mm. It's quite gripping. Mm-hmm. I will give it that. Um, but it's interesting because uh, I haven't read a. I don't know if I've ever. Oh no, I read Oscar Wilde. Yeah, you um, read um, Dorian Gray. Yeah, but I don't know if I've read any other male authors on this. Yeah, you do like to read a lady. I do like to read a lady. You like to read a lady, you leave me with all the men. Well, yeah, because they annoy me. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not so much in this episode, but there is there is some things to unpack, <laughs> which we will get to anyway. Fun. So obviously the legend of vampires has been around a whole lot of a lot longer than Dracula, but like mm. many, hopefully mythical monsters, um, there are some classic definable features um, that, and there are also some huge differences between like classic vampires and vampires as we know them today. Like, Did you ever have to watch Nosferatu at college? I don't know why you would have to watch it at college because I don't no, think you did a relevant thing. Do you subject. remember SpongeBob SquarePants? I have seen it. There's an episode where Nosferatu pops up and it's, Fucking terrifying! Okay, the actual film Nosferatu is fucking boring. There's just that iconic like shadow scene. He's like, Nyee! yeah. Um, but, but being a child and then fucking Nosferatu fucking uh, pops up. Yeah, he's. I want creepy. to find that episode because I'm not being funny. As a kid, there was like other things. There was like the um, the Krabby Patty slasher. <laughs> um, but oh my god, as a kid, that episode fucking terrified <laughs> me. Funny sidetrack. Sidetrack, yeah. sidetrack. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and I would say. Watch Nosferatu too, but don't, it's fucking boring. Yeah, just watch SpongeBob SquarePants, that's the main scene. Yeah. It wasn't even that scene. Oh, well, he it, just walks around really slowly, being like, yeah, it was from just, what I can it was remember. Mostly, it was only just his, like, a picture of him turning off and on the lights. Like, like um, it'd been edited, so it looked like he was turning off and on the lights. Because, like, why do the lights keep flickering? Yeah. And they flicked to him, and I was like, <laughs> 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 and he was like, ah, oh, Nosferatu, fucking with the lights, which I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Katie has anxiety. <laughs> Thanks, SpongeBob, you prick. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Um, <clears throat> so how much of the vampire legend was already around and how much was created by Stocker? Because all the I think a lot was already around, actually. I mean, a lot was, but a lot of things... There was a lot of things that were individually linked to different, like, mm. demons and not necessarily oh, to vampires. Oh, he kind of, like, picked them up and was like, I'm going to give that to the vampires. I will take that for the vampires. So Dracula is, like, the archetype of vampires. Many of the classic details you think of um, with vampires, such as fear of garlic, no reflection, um, were all superstitions. And yeah. Stocker, yeah, documented them all and brought them together. For example, the bite on the neck that passes vampirism onto mm. the victim and use of garlic to repel a, va- a vampire attack or invent... They weren't, sorry, this is a quote. 
They weren't invented by Strocker. Yeah. Um, the, the biting was, but mm. the... Um, was it? <clears throat> they weren't bitey before that. They were bitey but, and drank your blood, but it was like him who who made it like in the neck. Ah, oh, okay, who made it sexy. <laughs> who made it sexy. Um, the inability of a vampire to reflect in a mirror, shape-shifting into a bat, the fear of running water, and the cloak and protruding teeth of the vampire were also mm. first used in the novel. Mm. Interesting, um, lots, of, lots of these details, as I mentioned, are rooted in superstitions. For example, with the um, garlic thing, like yeah, he made that about vampires, but it wasn't that it wasn't about vampires before. But there's because of the pungent smell of garlic and its um, healing properties, it was thought to ward off evil demons and spirits. So it, was, mm. it probably was he was vampires before, <laughs> um, but he was like made it a vampire thing. But people used to hang it in their houses to repel ah. evil. So he brought that evil. To I'm pretty sure garlic is a natural pesticide. It is. Yeah, so and a little bit of inspiration there for the gardeners. <laughs> I'm fun. <laughs> well, this is the season to get your bulbs planted. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Isn't it not too cold? No. Isn't some... it not? No. Well, some things, um, and I know it's because I wanted to do it and I can't fucking break it. Um, I wanted to plant a peach tree. Well. And you can't stone. break the stone? No. I'll break it. Okay, I'm scared. I'll do it with a power drill. Okay, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. We'll put some goggles on. We'll close our mouths so it doesn't hit our teeth. <laughs> Do you have goggles? No, I'll nick them off um, my ex. <laughs> okay, well, these are things I didn't have. And yeah. All I had to hand was a knife. And I was like, I envision this going horribly wrong. So now I yeah. just have a peach stone and nothing's going on with it. Bring it around. I'll sort it out. Okay, thanks. Um, but yeah, what I was going to say with a peach stone to grow it in this country, what I mean, you could theoretically do it in this country normally, mm. and then to bring it in because it'd be too cold. Anyway, mm. um, you're meant to put it in the freezer for a couple of weeks because that's because it needs the shock of a frost to cause it to root. Oh, I mean, that would cause me to root. Oh, I best get down in the ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the same with a lot of bulbs. Now is the time to plant a lot of bulbs. Oh. Um, these are the things I know. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that I know. Excellent. Excellent. Interesting. So yes, it's clear to see where the, where the details to define Docker's spooky character came from and why he's such a big shot and still so popular today. Sit down, Edward. Dracula was here first and he's way cooler than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he can fuck off. I can really fuck off. What do vampires do in the sunlight? Do you burst into flame? No. No. I glitter. I glitter. <laughs> I, I, gl- oh, I can't. I <laughs> fucking can't. Anyway, it's time to grab a pumpkin and get cozy. Okay. So just a raw, full-on pumpkin, uncarved. Do it. Wait. Wait. You have pumpkin. You have pumpkin. You have pumpkin. <laughs> I have felted pumpkins. Excellent. Give it. Give me a pumpkin. I'll have a diddy. Have a pumpkin. Have a diddy You'll pumpkin. Have to put pictures of these. Oh, they're really cute. They're really cute. <laughs> that's a, a big pumpkin. That's a squash. He looks angry. That's cool. I've got something that looks like a little poo. <laughs> like, what the fuck's that? I'm clearly making something. A sea cucumber? I don't know. We'll take pictures, guys, and put them up. These are my felt pumpkins and that a sea cucumber. Really I I'm want to say it. I did that one, but I also might not have, but I strongly suspect I did. They're really cool. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Oh, that one's scary. I think I also did that one. He's haunted. Yeah, he's... Uh, I also feel like he looks a little bit like a racist doll. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, I did not mean for him to... I don't know That's if I'll put a photo up of that one, guys. I did not mean for him to turn out that way, but I think he did. I couldn't see the eyes on this one. I was like, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love there's just like this kind of like commentary going on. I think I might have also done the corn. Did Becky do any of these? Becky did this great big yellow one, the squash, and he took a lot of time. He is dense. He is dense. He's nice though. And I don't know. They're cute. That's very cute. I'm somewhat aware that in my mind I did them all, and that's probably not accurate. And I've created everything. I don't know. I'll have to ask Becky. <laughs> yeah, maybe that needs that one needs to go in the bin. Right, anyway, might have to cut some of that bit out because it's really, really boring for you guys. Get ready, guys. Yeah. Grab a blanket, grab a hot drink, and settle down. Mm. It's time to get spooky. So, um, one thing I didn't know about Dracula yeah. is that um, it's. Well, how would you think it's written? First person, third person, episodic? Or... Third person? It is. Well, it's technically all first person, but from different people's point of view, it's all written oh. as letters and diary entries. Oh, I would not have guessed that. I didn't think that. And when I first noticed that, I was like, I, it's one of those things, like, I was like, oh, am I going to be able to get into this? Because, mm. like, with that constant jumping, you're a bit like, oh, I don't know. Mm. But anyway, the story begins um, as a diary entry from a young Jonathan Harker, mm. who was set out on an expedition to Transylvania to speak with a client from the firm he works with. Okay. Jonathan is very excited about the opportunity to prove himself a worthy partner in the firm by being a loyal servant to this mysterious client. Count Dracula. Ooh. Um, so a little bit about I the... heard account as in the account as in the bank account. Okay. And it's like new client, the account of Dracula. I mean, yeah. I mean that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mr. Hey Count, I'm here to do your account. Oh. 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 Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so um Jonathan uh is a very nice young man. He's a great up and starter, full of zest of life and everything. Mm, full of spunk. Full of spunk. Um <laughs> And he talks a lot in his diary entries how he's really excited to show them. He's documenting everything as like detailed as possible because he can't wait to show his fiance when he mm. gets home. Um, who's called Mina. Um, so Hi, Mina. Of, so a lot of them he signs off like at the end being like, good night, Mina, which is quite Aww. cute. Um, and Jonathan records all his travels in the, in the first few pages. Uh, sorry, and the first few pages read like one of those recipes that you've look up online where the first 4,000 pages oh my God. are on how their grandma always made the bestest darn two in a sample <sighs> pie we have did eat before it actually gets the fuck recipe yeah those should be illegal i hate them i understand it you're on the page for longer so you get more money i don't give a fuck like, if the recipe is decent i will keep it up whilst i make the pie yeah you make me angry yeah. don't be doing all that just for me to scroll down and then you've got some stupid american ingredient that doesn't exist yeah. in the uk well you've done it in cups i'm in america you know that's a legit way to measure stuff i don't give a fuck i don't mind cups i do Mostly because I have cup measurement things now. I actually don't have any scales at the moment. <laughs> but I don't like cups when it uses an egg. Because if you don't have cup measurements, you can make everything relative. Mm. If it's an egg, it has to be very particular. Mm. And also, the sorry, other mm. random tangent. But when you're doing cups, you have you can't just like dig the cup in and like scoop up the flour like that because it's more compacted and that's a bigger amount. Oh. You need to like scoop it in because then it's like fluffier, <sighs> which is why you should do it by weight. Yeah, literally. I've got an idea. Should we weigh shit? Yeah. Anyway. So the first few, cha um, the first few pages really read like that because he um, was obsessed with long details describing... Oh, don't want racist. Uh, the locals and the scenery followed followed by huge long passages describing every single meal. <laughs> and that enough to my own heart. <laughs> I like to eat. I do <laughs> like to eat, but I, I don't like it when people describe their dinner to me unless it is actually good. Well, yeah, I mean it's not that good. And it's all like, and I had two glasses of port. And you're like, I no, care, one no one Mina cares. Mina doesn't care. No, no, Mina doesn't care for that. Yeah. 
However, as he journeys on, Jonathan notices a strangeness overcome the locals upon mentioning his destination. Mm. Whereas before they would be friendly and smiley, on hearing mention of where he was headed, they draw themselves in, refuse to talk anymore, while crossing their hearts and looking piteously at him. Piteously. Piteously. I know, I had to check that was a word. Mm. Um, how very strange. Yes, yes. Poor Jonathan. And no one would tell him why. One lady did run forward and tell force a crucifix why, on him. <laughs> oh yeah, um, there's a weird bit. A lady runs forward and forces a crucifix um, on a chain into his hand. Um, okay. And she's like begging him on her knees and he's like, terrible, very curious. I'm like, but you thought about that later, though, didn't you? <laughs> you dirty man. That was she begging man. him? To like take the crucifix. Yeah, okay. Because um, he's a bit like, uh, he politely is like, no. Because he kind of thinks that like, you're wearing religious artifacts is like a bit weird. Like he is, given the time period, it's like Victorian. He mm. is Christian, but he's like, I'm not that into it. I'm not I'm, that Christian. I'm still cool. I'm still cool. He's like, he just thinks it's a bit weird. So he's like, it's not really my cup of tea. It's like mm-hmm. someone shoving like gaudy jewelry on you. You know, he's a bit like, oh. No, it's okay. Like, you, do you remember? I don't know if you all remember, but like in the early noughties, everyone had those really chunky necklaces. Sexy. Yeah. Like Prue Leith still wears. Who's Prue Leith? Bake Off. Oh yeah, but oh no, she's on a different level. Yeah, but, that's crazy. But yeah, like um, like those, and everyone vibed them at the time. You'd wear like a little skimpy, like strappy top, and then fuck off, Jean. <laughs> and that's how you got muscles. <laughs> yeah, that's why we've all got such fucking head tracks. Um, but anyway, she he. Ends up just that's like, why this generation likes choking. <laughs> 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 Scary. Yeah, it's not for me. No, not for me. Um, but he accepts it because he's like, right, right. Um, so anyway, he's bundled into a busy bumping coach, and Jonathan begins on the final lap of his journey. Um, as the countryside around him grows darker and wilder, Ooh. no one else in the carriage will look at him, let alone speak to him. So Jonathan is left to dwell on what is to happen when he arrives at Count Dracula's castle. But he's got a long night in store before he reaches the grounds. Ooh, all on the carriage. Um. Well, eventually, Ooh, the carriage. Find out, won't you? Wait, wait fucking wait! <laughs> God, it's a story. You're trying to build some fucking suspense. You can on the carriage. You shut. Up. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, you dick. <laughs> Telling the story. Tell the story. Eventually, the carriage stops. <laughs> Sorry. And Jonathan gets out. Oh, well, there you go. They shot it. Insisting another carriage is to come and pick him up. It seems like a faff. Well, no one wants to go near Count Dracula's castle. No one's taking but who's there. the guy that's picking him up? Because he's probably got to go nearer. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Um, he's going to take him further away because I did not fucking pay for that. It's no. Right. <laughs> You're a bastard. <laughs> Fast. Um, the people in the car try to dissuade him and advise him that it, no one will be coming at this hour. It's better to try again and tomorrow or even later or never. Oh, like, never. Just give up. Come away. <laughs> um, but then the carriage pulls up. Oh, hello. <laughs> I swear to God, if it takes him further away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck you. There is no carriage here. The hair is not expected after all. He will not come on to Bukovina and return return tomorrow or the next day. Better the next day. Whilst um, they were speaking, the horses began to neigh and snort and plunge wildly so that the driver had to hold them up. Then, amongst a chorus of screams from the peasants and a universal crossing of themselves, a caliche 
type of carriage, mm-hmm. um, with four horses drew up behind, uh, behind us, overtook us and drew up beside the coach. I could see from the flash of our lamps as the rays fell on them that the horses were coal-black and splendid animals. They were driven by a tall man with a long brown beard and a great black hat, which seemed to hide his face from us. I could only see the gleam of a pair of very bright eyes which seemed red in the lamplight. As he turned to us, he said to the driver, You are early tonight, my friend. Ooh. The man stammered in reply, the, uh, the English hair was, uh, was in a hurry, to which the stranger replied, That is why I suppose you wish him to go on to Bukovina. You cannot deceive me, my friend. I know too much. My horses are swift. He knows too much. He knows too much. <laughs> As he spoke, he smiled, and the lamplight fell on a hard-looking mouth with very red lips and sharp-looking teeth, as white as ivory. One of my companions whispered to another, the line from Burgers Lenore, um, Burgers Lenore. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to attempt to, re- to read what language it's in originally, so I'm just going to read the translation. Okay. For the dead travel fast. The strange driver evidently heard the words, for he looked up with a gleaming smile. This is spooky! He's spooky! The dead travel fast. I was like, dead travel fast. We have fucking seen it. Nothing! Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> Why do they travel so fast? Because they've got wings. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing holding them back. <laughs> um... So Jonathan joins the man on the carriage where he is given a blanket and a hot drink and informed that Count Dracula has has instructed the driver to take good care of him. Um, In the not too far off distance, a wolf howls. John's like, ah. Um, Spooky. Spooky. I like uh, the soundscape. Uh, So what does he say again before the wolf howls? Take good care of him. And oh, Count Dracula has instructed me to take good care of you. This is the wind. <laughs> yeah, you could make some good soundscapes. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Drama student in me. How exciting! I, I was like, we're we're doing a fucking soundscape. <sighs> so fun. Yeah, I should be a drama teacher. <laughs> um, they took off fast, very fast, okay. and the wolves seemed to be drawing closer. Wolves, tre- plural now. Mm. As the trees close in around them, as they travel, Jonathan suddenly. Are you the- sorry? Just picturing that scene from Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, and it gets more <laughs> Surely, wait for it. Um, as they travel, Jonathan suddenly sees a flicker of blue light and the driver slams on the brakes, grabs the light and a shovel and goes after the light. Jonathan's left... Sorry, something has just really thrown me. Yeah. But they're doing a carriage, slams on the brakes, conjures images of a foot brake. Sorry, that's my just writing. Okay, that's all right, because I was just like, wait, how is he... Written? Slams on the brakes, pulls the horses up short. Because I was going to say, like, that that's a fuck-up because they've used the wrong terminology. But then I thought he'd written it. And I was like, wait, this was written before that was a thing. <laughs> Where does that term come from? My mind is blown. Me. Oh, yeah, okay, me, right. me using the wrong terminology. Yeah. God, where to flag it? Fuck you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that. Sorry, sorry. I was like, how does he know that, Katie? He's a time traveller. He's a wizard. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Mm. Um, so he grabs the light and a shovel and goes off into the dark. Jonathan is quite literally in the dark about this whole thing um, and is fearful as the walls creep closer now. There is no light to ward them off. He can hear the man digging a little way off and eventually he comes back with the light and they, um, they go off again. So yeah, before long the driver returns and off they go. But they haven't been travelling long when it happens again. Mm, not again. This goes on a few more times and each time the driver seems to go further and further from the carriage until he's been gone for so long Jonathan is getting mighty uncomfortable. Jonathan. 
Poor Jonathan, just wants to go to bed. (laughs) At last, there came a time when the driver went further afield than he had had yet gone, and during his absence, the horses began to tremble worse than ever, and to snort and scream with fright. I could not see any cause for it, for the howling of the wolves had ceased altogether. But just then, the moon, sailing through the black clouds, appeared behind the jagged crest of a beetling pine-clad rock, and by its light... I saw around us a ring of wolves with white mm. teeth and lolling red tongues with long thin I'm totally gonna kill you. Um with long sinewy limbs and shaggy hair. They were a hundred times more terrible in the grim silence, which held them than ever when they howled. For myself Which held them than ever when they howled. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know. I think it only read it over and you're like No, still weird. For myself, I felt a sort of paralysis of fear. It is only when a man feels himself face to face with such horrors that he can understand their true import. Mm. Also, men should never say feel themselves. It makes you sound like a sex pest. <laughs> well, he gets eaten by the wolves and that's the end, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> only joking, not Rupi's really. Rupi's off. Rupi's knackies off. No, the driver returns and battles off the battles off the walls with a light battles off battles oh, like, oh, now you're coming on my vocabulary not vocabulary my pronunciation I was like, good evening to your wolves oh to be fair he's very polite fair. very nice the wolves i'm fair i'm sure, sure. and uh, to you this is me and bow. to you and to you good night he's all right isn't he he's all right really once you get in there <laughs> yeah. so the driver battle battles <laughs> them off with the light and they begin on their journey again so the Arabian... Stay away from the light! Stay away from the light! <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> they arrive at the castle and the driver drops Jonathan off, who knocks on the huge old door. Silence. Jonathan is thinking, how could anyone hear it? And at this time of night, and he's just looking around for a place to curl up away from the, vo- the wolves when he hears. That's not much to ask for. I'm trying to curl up away from the wolves. <laughs> this is the wolves howling. Seriously? I'd just like not to get eaten. <laughs> I'm here on business. <laughs> and I'm, I just, I'm, 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 I just, I just, I just need to do the counts, accounts, counts, accounts. All I want to do. <laughs> but then he hears footsteps. So sorry, this is a bit woman in blacky. Counts, yeah. accounts. Yeah. 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 I mean, the counters. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's your argument of vampires. Are they alive or they don't? Yeah. A little yeah. sore in the middle. I mean, same with the woman. I mean, actually, the woman in black, the person whose house he's dealing with is fully dead. She's not a ghost. Yeah, she's yeah. dead for Christmas. That's a good one to do at some point. Pardon? That'd be a good book to do at some point. But have you it's read really... the woman in black? Yeah. It's fucking boring. I only remember it was very different to the play. Yeah, nothing and... happens. Yeah, I can't remember. It's probably why I can't remember. Nothing fucking happens. No, nothing fucking happens. I read happens. it one night when um, I had really bad cystitis and I was up all night and I read it in one night and... Um, it carried me through the night, but there weren't really many fucking options. It was before, like, smartphones and stuff. I mean, mm. some people had smartphones, don't get me wrong. But, not that old. But not, not frequent. There are not many people. I wasn't going to go downstairs and turn on the family computer. So I read a book. <laughs> That's what we used to do. <laughs> when you had to status. Then there was the sound of rattling. So he's just knocked on the door. There's mm. been a long silence, and now he's heard footsteps and a gleam of light shining through. Ooh. Then there was the sound of rattling chains and the clanking of massive bolts drawn back. A key was turned um, with the loud grating noise of long disuse and the great door swung back. <laughs> that was a good one. Mm. Within stood a tall old man, clean shaven, save for a long white moustache. 
That's not clean shaven. It's not clean shaven. Not clean shaven. He just he? has a long white moustache yeah. and no else. He has a so he's not clean shaven. He sounds like Palme from um, yeah, fully. yeah, um, Kill Bill too. Um, just scary. Yeah. Um, and clad in black from head to foot, without a single speck of colour about him anywhere. Well, there's colour on his face. Well, we might um, have been really pale. Maybe. Yeah. He held creepy. He held in his hand an antique silver lamp. Well, that's silver. That's a colour. Yeah, that's a colour. Um, in which the flame burned. Without Flames a colour. Without chimney or globe of any kind, through long, quivering shadows, as it flickered in the draught of the open door, the old man motioned me in with his right hand, with a curtly, with a curtly gesture, saying in an excellent English, but with a strange intonation, "I am sorry, everyone, for my accent." Okay. Welcome to my house. Oh, it's excellent. I love it. <laughs> Enter freely, or and of your own will. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's like the opposite. You have to invite vampires in in yeah. lots of things well, he's, now. He's very courteous. Oh, Count okay. Dracula. Good, good. So Jonathan is shown through the castle, and it's a bit like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, where the Beast is like. It is forbidden. The castle is your home, so you may go anywhere you like, except the West Wing. What's <laughs> in the West Wing? It's forbidden! <laughs> It's where I keep my porn. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what's going on? I wonder what he's hiding up there. Porn. porn. <laughs> Obviously porn. If Lumiere just said that, said, oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Maybe she's kinky. What kind? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, time gets slow. What, what kind of porn? <laughs> porn? I could do some porn. <laughs> exactly. And Belle went looking for porn. <laughs> <laughs> We've got and a she library. didn't like what she found. We've got a library, Belle. We got smut in there. <laughs> oh, the smut's in the West Ring. Exactly. Exactly. Let me out. Let me out. Anyway. Um, Sorry, she sees the glowing rose. Vibrating rose. Exactly. And the thorns. Interesting. It's <laughs> dangerous. You're kinky. I want to touch it. <laughs> I fucking touched my stuff. I haven't cleaned it yet. <laughs> it's sticky. That's disgusting. Yeah, great. <laughs> Do you realise what you're going to do? <laughs> I have syphilis! <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, he's told he's forbidden from going to certain places. Mm. But um, Whereas Dracula has a little bit more decorum, whereas the beast had anger issues. Yeah, yeah. He says it a bit better. He's just sort of like, um, the house is really old and it's quite disused now, so a lot of the doors are locked. And also the floor might be weak. That would have kept Belle out. That would have kept Belle Don't out. Don't go in there. It's not structurally sound. Yeah. That's what you needed to say, Lumia. That's what you needed to say. Yeah. But Sir Dracula's just sort of like, I mean, he does also then add in like, things happen at night here that you would not like. Ooh. It is safer to stay in your room. Ooh. Okay. All right, then. All right. We'll do that. That's like, um, uh... Uh, Bly Manor thing on Netflix. Yeah, like, you should stay in your room. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the character. I want to make some bad tea. You shouldn't do that. Not just because you're gonna die, because it's bad. <laughs> and also, it's probably got caffeine in it. Yeah, stop doing that. Tastes alright to me. Tastes <laughs> fine to me. <laughs> She's cute. Um. Uh, so the count shows Jonathan to a living room area and then a second nice. bedroom. Um, they sit together and talk. Jonathan has some food, which is nice. Mm. Um, by, by the time it's dawn, Dracula suggests Jonathan sleeps because he's been up all night. 
Um, next day, Jonathan wakes up um, all alone, but it's like he wakes up at like six in the evening, so mm. he's like slept all day, and finds a small library and pens and papers to entertain himself with. Mm. Um, and as he's looking at the books, Dracula comes in. Because Dracula is basically a meme at this point. <laughs> yeah. It just was weird, like. Where I've like to talk about him seriously. Like he's got like a multifaceted character. There are layers. There are layers. He's also got really broad, hairy palms. Ugh, hairy palms. Yeah, when I was reading it back earlier, I was like, it's not that weird to have hairy hands. Oh, palms. That That's weird. weird. That is weird. That's really weird. About to get weirder. Um, this bit's not that weird. Whilst I was looking at the books, the door opened and the count entered. He saluted me in a hearty way and um, hopes that I'd had a good night's rest. Then he went on. I am glad you found your way in here, for I am sure there is much that will interest you. These friends, and he laid his hands to some of the books, have been good friends to me, and for some years past, ever since I heard the idea of going to London, have given me many, many hours of pleasure, creepy. Mm. Um, through them, I have come to know your great England, and to know her is to love her. I long to go through the crowded streets of your mighty London, to be in the midst of the whirl and the rush of humanity, to share its life, its change, its death, and all that makes it what it is. But alas, as yet, I only know your tongue through books. To you, my friend, I look that I know it to speak. I wonder how similar this accent is to my prior accent. <laughs> I wonder how similar this accent is to an actual Transylvania accent. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. So Dracula is very warm to Jonathan and is planning on coming to England. Um, which is the reason Jonathan being there is to help him settle his estate as he plans to move to Whitby. Um, for a few days it all seems brilliant great. Jonathan never sees anyone anyone but the Count who comes in um, to see him most evenings. Um, there must be other staff around but Jonathan never sees them. But the rooms are always very hospitable and the beds where he always comes back to his room. The bed's made, his dinner's set so he's just like... Well, it's the mark of a good house elf is you don't know it's there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Do a bloody good job. Only problem with the uh, facilities is that there's no mirror in the bathroom, which makes shaving bloody difficult. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Just like, I can't have mirrors anyway. I realise I'm not in them. I mean, when were you going to be in his bathroom? <laughs> or does it just freak him out? Like, you know, if he had to have one installed. I just can't have a mirror in the house. Freaks me out. Well. One day, Jonathan Sard decides it's time to have a shave. What's he gonna do? He's a fucking hand mirror from his bag, isn't he? Oh, okay, right. I don't know. I don't always bring a hair mirror. Well, Jonathan does. Okay, well done, Jonathan. He's a London gentleman. <laughs> and he will shave his face. I hung my shaving glass by the window and was just beginning to shave. Suddenly, I felt a hand on my shoulder and heard the Count's voice saying to me, Unacceptable, I'm having morning. a shave. I'm in my fucking loo. <laughs> And I'm shaving. Leave me alone. Oh, you can just see the film of that though, because every time someone picks up a straight razor, it's stressful. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like beautiful scene. That'd be so good. When next fucking shit. And then the hand on the shoulder is like, oh, and he, yeah, oh, and does he nick himself? Yeah. Ah. Good morning. Oh no, the count's voice saying to me, "Good morning." I started, for it amazed me that I had not seen him since the reflection of the glass covered the whole room behind me. In starting, I cut myself slightly, but did not notice that it in that moment. What I noticed was the count's raging erection. Good <laughs> <laughs> breath. I like the blood; it's sexy. You're bleeding. Let me look at better. Having answered the count's salutation, I turned to the glass again to see how I had been mistaken. This time there could be no error, for the man was close to me and I could see him over and I could see him over my shoulder, but there was no reflection of him in the mirror. The whole room behind me was displayed, but there was no sign of the man in it except myself. 
This was startling, and coming on, to, um, on the top of so many strange things was beginning to increase that vague feeling of uneasiness which I always felt I had in the Count's presence. Hmm. But at the instant I saw that I had a cut and it was bleeding a little, and the blood was trickling over my chin. I laid down the razor, turning as I did to look for some sticking plaster. When the Count saw my face, his eyes blazed with a sort of demonic fury, and he suddenly made a grab at my throat. I drew away, and his hand touched the string. Sorry, he looks like, um, um... Bilbo, but in the first Lord of yeah. the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that would scary. Make shit. <laughs> yeah. Scary little man. Scary big man. Very tall. Um, uh, when the Count saw my face, his eyes blazed with a sort of demonic fury, and he suddenly made a grab at my throat. I drew away, and his hand touched the string of beads which held the crucifix that the lady had given him. It made an instant change in him, for the fury passed so quickly that I could hardly believe that it was ever there. Take care, he said. Take care how you cut yourself. It is more dangerous than you think in this country. Then, seizing the shaving glass, he went on, And this is the wretched thing that has done the mischief. It is a foul bauble of man's vanity. Away with it! And opening the heavy window... I'm sorry, Dracula, but you're shaving? How? It doesn't occur, I guess. Well, that's very lucky for you. Yeah. Some other people have to maintain themselves. Well, I guess as a vampire, you have to learn to do it without. <laughs> I, sorry, that is so, such a bra-fitting thing. You just have to learn to do your bra behind you. I can't! <laughs> I actually can. But... I can't and I won't. <laughs> How do you do your Jenna? I do it up at the front, twizzle, and then do the creepy bits at the back. But you're doing part of it at the back. Do the whole thing! Yeah, but it doesn't work. Be an adult! <laughs> Be normal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't get that quote, watch the Babadook. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be thankful. It um, is a foul bauble of man's vanity. Away with it! <laughs> and opening the heavy window with one wrench of his terrible hand, he fl- They're terrible because they've got hairy palms. <laughs> Flung out the cross, glass, which was shattered into thousands of pieces on the stones of the courtyard far below. Then he withdrew without a word. <laughs> it was very annoying. Who is that guy? So annoying. <laughs> it was very annoying. For I do not see how I am to shave. <laughs> Unless in my watch case or at the bottom of my shaving pot, which fortunately is of metal. It's <laughs> annoying. Ah, you come in here, I'm shaving, you freak me out! <laughs> I cut myself! And then you try and kill me and throw away my stuff! <laughs> While we're on this subject, what the fuck is my coat? <laughs> His coat's missing. He's like, you're fucking weird! It's a taking my shit! Yeah, it's a bit freaked out, I have to say. Um, it's annoying! <laughs> I just love the, the blunt sort of, it's really annoying! Does mirror annoy you? <laughs> You annoy me. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this Bug you. You bug me. <laughs> bug me. What? What? Too <laughs> <laughs> niche though. Yeah. So hot niche is my friend. <laughs> okay, you better get it. He's <laughs> <laughs> very bug you. <laughs> you bug me. <laughs> Like looking at the glass, like spun, <laughs> running out of the window, and just Jonathan half shaved, like you bug me. <laughs> I wasn't using that. Oh god, that was an ab workout. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. To be fair, 
It's very distressful when you can't find your reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and now Jonathan understands. He does understand, exactly. Welcome to my world, bitch. <laughs> oh, shame. Like, you know when like, the shower goes cold and you've like, shaved yes. one leg and you're like, yeah. I could just leave one leg unshaved, but that's annoying! No, I can't do that. No, can't do it. Can't can't do it. And then you shave the other one and it shakes, it's cold water and it's all bumpy. You cut yourself and then Dracula appears. <laughs> and get me into your leg. Like, fuck off, you're really annoying. <laughs> whole thing you understand <laughs> um so there's more creepy things going on as well one day jonathan comes in to find dracula making his bed not that weird in, in and of itself but the fact he's like the um head of the house yeah 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 and he's got stuff and he's kind of like noticed as well that he's the one laying the dinner he's like there's no one else here is oh there? there's he's not seen any other servants he's seen no oh. other servants. in fact he's just what accidentally walked in on dracula well, now i feel a little bit sorry for him Mm. Um, so he's like, we're alone in this house together. Crazy. I think we're alone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dracula's face. I think we're alone. Now. <laughs> um, he also notices that he's locked in. He can leave his living room, um, and there are, uh, and but there are many, many doors. Some of them he can go into, some of them he can't. Most of them he can't. Mm. But Jonathan cannot leave the castle or get outside at all. There is never a door to the outside. Mm. <clears throat> He's like a guinea pig. He's a prisoner. <laughs> Looking out of one of the windows at dusk one day, Jonathan sees something strange. <laughs> what I saw was the Count's head coming out from the window. What? Right below him. Oh, so the Count is like, he's looking out the window and he sees on like the story below the Count also him. leaning out the window. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did not see his face, but I knew the man by the neck and the fact that, that no one else is here. Man here. <laughs> yeah. um, and I knew him by his neck. Good. And the <laughs> movement of his back and arms. And the fact he's the only other person. Yeah, mind. literally. Um, great detective work, Jonathan. <laughs> In any case, I could not mistake the hands, which I had had so many opportunities of studying. Okay. The hairy hands. <laughs> hairy hands. I was at first interested and somewhat amused, for it is wonderful how small a matter will interest and amuse a man when he is a prisoner. <laughs> Thanks. Um, oh, hairy palms. Oh, hairy palms. He doesn't know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's to be fair, funny. <laughs> Um, but my feeling, my very feelings changed to repulsion and terror when I saw the whole man slowly emerge from the window and begin to crawl down the castle yeah, wall over that dreaded, um, dreadful abyss face down with his cloak spreading out around him like great wings. At first I could not believe my eyes. I thought it was some trick of the moonlight, some weird effect of shadow, but I kept looking and it could be no delusion. I saw the fingers and toes grasp the corners of the stones, wore and worn clear of the mortar by the stress of years and by and by thus use every projection and inequality move downwards with considerable speed. Inequality? Yeah. Um, and there was such inequality in the world and he was climbing like a freak and uh, with considerable speed just as a lizard moves along a wall disgusting disgusting Disgusting. I'm sorry (laughs) throw something down that would be my instinct (laughs) (laughs) throw things at him no he might turn and scuttle at you I know I'm not saying it's a good instinct I'm just saying it's my instinct do you remember the bit in Coraline where the um, other mother goes all spider and she Uh, runs over like uh, after uh, her I imagine like he'd just turn like Uh, and then scuttle up the wall at you I'd shut the window I like Greg or Sam, so. <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate it. Disgusting. Uh, creepy, disgusting. Creepy, disgusting, I'm out. So Jonathan is getting pretty freaked out at this point, it's safe to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just keeps getting worse for our jolly boy. Knowing now, though, that sometimes he is alone in the castle, Jonathan decides, because um, also he's getting a bit fed up, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't ever confront Dracula, so whenever him and Dracula are actually hanging out, Dracula's always very polite, very, very, like, calls him his friend and everything, and Jonathan's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, like, and we're swing. friends, aren't we? 
Um, well, I'm here on business, but we're friends. We're friends now, aren't we? I trust you, my young friend, Mr. Oh. Jonathan. I, yeah. It's really much more of a professional bond. No, no, we are friends, are we not? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Um, I mean, I, I'm never. I, uh, call me when you leave. Uh, that, that, that won't happen. That <laughs> happen if you'll be. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is like, oh, if I don't keep on his good side, man, might kill me. <laughs> um, also, um. He takes control of all his posts, so he, and he clearly reads all his letters, so he can't like put anything in a letter. It's just sort of like mm, that is an intrusion of his privacy. Yeah, and he kind of like tells him when to write letters. It's a bit weird. Um, it is time for you to write the letter. Have you written to your loving partner? Does no. Mina know you're here? Yeah, just like yeah. weird stuff like that. It's very weird. Um, tell so Mina he... I liked the blood. <laughs> tell Mina. She lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, knowing, that now, knowing now that sometimes he is alone in the castle, Jonathan decides to have a little explore of the house as much oh, as he I can. Would. Oh yeah, um, he tries every door every door he can until he finds um, one that leads somewhere um, and opens into a strange octagonal room with a sofa in it. Lying down, he dozes off, thinking back into his mind about how the count told him never to sleep anywhere but in his own quarters because. Things happen in this house at night you would not understand. Um, but he's feeling defiant and angry at the count. So he's like, fuck you. I'm defiant I'm, and angry. I'm going to sleep on this sofa. <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Um, and he dozes off. When he stirs, he realises he's not alone. Disgusting. Uh, the count is like leaning over him. Again, you're good. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> I told you not to sleep here. This is my sofa where I can get out. <laughs> to be fair. There's that scene in Friends where they wake up spooning. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best nap I ever had. I want to do it again. <laughs> we can't do it again. It's weird. In the moonlight opposite me were three young women, ladies by their dress and manner. Great. Um, getting problematic. I thought at the time that I must have been dreaming when I saw them, for though the moonlight... Why is it problematic? Ladies by their dress and manner. They were presenting as ladies... But I can't assume that. I never spoke to them. I'm very ladylike in a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, fair enough. Um, I thought at the time that I must be dreaming when I saw them. For though the moonlight was behind them, they threw no shadow on the floor. They came close to me and looked at me for some time and then whispered together. Two were dark um, were dark and had high a aquiline noses like the Count and great dark piercing eyes. What does eyes. aquiline mean? I don't know. I imagine it to mean like kind of like a Roman nose, like straight. No, Roman nose have a curve. Oh, but now I'm thinking about it. Maybe aquiline is like pointed. Yeah, like I was sharp. thinking pointy and straight. Yeah, yeah. more like that. Mm. You should Google it. Mm. Um, like the count and great dark piercing eyes that seemed to be almost red when contrasted with the pale yellow moon. The other was fair, as fair as can be, with great wavy masses of golden hair and eyes like pale sapphires. I seemed somehow to know her face and to know it in connection with some dreamy fear but I could not recollect at the moment how or where. All three had brilliant white teeth that shone like pearls against the ruby of their voluptuous lips. Ooh. Mm. There was something about them that made me uneasy, some longing and at the same time dread deadly fear. I felt in my heart a wicked burning desire that they would kiss me with those red lips. It is not good to note this down, <gasps> lest some day it should meet Mina's eyes and cause her pain, hmm. but it is the truth. They whispered this together. This is the truth. They were sexy. They were sexy. They whispered together. And then they, all three, laughed. Such a Savage. Musical. <laughs> they were laughing. They were sleeping. Um, 
a silvery musical laugh, but as hard as though the sound never came, it could um, have come through the softness of human lips. Mm. It was like the intolerable tingling sweetness of water glass when played on a cunning hand. The fair girl shook her her head coquettishly. Coquettishly. I don't know why I'd say it because you did say it right, but I'm get involved. And the other two urged her on. One said, go on, you are first and we shall follow. Yours is the right to begin. Mm. Sorry, that took a little slow burn in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Yours yeah. is the right to begin. Yeah. Uh-oh. Ew. Uh, so they basically <laughs> start stroking him, getting close to him, and the blonde one is like breathing on his neck, like slowly getting close, and you can feel her breath on his neck, and he's like, oh my God, kiss it. <laughs> it's like a sugar. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but then Dracula comes bursting in and yells at them. These Please. are my bitches. <laughs> No, he's like, he's my bitch. Oh. He's not for you. At least not yet. He's not keen on you. He's only keen on me. Pretty much. And then um, like, again, it's more of a professional arrangement. Ken, I kind of like them more. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, Jonathan's kind of getting really aroused, but before the count comes in, mm. um, but also really, really scared. It's like mm. a, it's a weird little line, you know. Mm. I guess they both go up together, mm. and then the count, the, Dra- the Dracula count, um, <laughs> that comes makes sense. in, <laughs> bursts in, and yells at them to leave him, and they kind of flee away. <laughs> Jonathan faints with fear. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see that men do it. The two in them with these old books. <laughs> um, Jonathan faints with fear, um, and when he wakes up, he's in his own bed. Oh, like, that was weird. That was a weird dream. <laughs> And that's the thing, he's like, well, then he obviously writes it all down when he wakes up and he's like, was it a dream? I don't think it was a dream. <laughs> Should I just pretend it was a dream to make myself feel better? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, a few more days pass and Jonathan thinks he's found a way to escape. A group of travellers um, have come to the castle. Um, it's slightly problematic way to talk about them. Um, but mm. they appear to be doing some work, some manual work for Dracula. Um, um, just like he hears a lot of like hammering and things going on mm-hmm. and although Jonathan can only um, so when he, they first appear he like calls down to him like hey help me help me um, they don't appear to speak the same language but um, it's clear Dracula said something to them because after a while they kind of just like who's that weird guy up there and after a while they clearly have heard something because now they just sort of like laugh it off so Dracula so he assumes that Dracula's probably told them that he's mad and locked in there so they're just like oh it's the mad guy yelling okay that's fucking rude <laughs> actually that's more than rude that's illegal Tell you what it is though. What? It's clever. It is clever. He's he's using his noggin as Arbor Dracula. He is. But Jonathan is also clever. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan hatches the plan. Look, amazing. Cool. I'm down. So it's not the best plan. <laughs> <laughs> he writes two letters, one to his employer, um, who sent him there, Peter Hawkins, and um one in shorthand to Mina, which documents more of what is going on because he knows that whoever reads that won't be able most people won't don't know shorthand. Mm-hmm. That's how he talks to that's how he communicates secretly with Mina. Yeah. So that's where he's documenting, like, I need help. You have mm-hmm. to get me out. Mm-hmm. Um, S-O-S. <laughs> yeah. Um, he throws both letters out of the window with a gold coin when the count is away um, to one of the travellers who picks it up with the coin and looks to him kind of like, all right, and pockets it. So hopefully he must understand that that means send this. Yeah. Um, so Jonathan is filled with anxious excitement at the prospect of escape. So Jonathan waits for Dracula's return. Ooh. Count has come. He sat down beside me and said in his smoothest voice as he opened two letters. Oh. Yeah. So You've been caught out. You've been caught out. The Sigani, which is what they call the travellers, um, have given me these, which, though I know not whence they came, I shall, of course, take care. See, he must have looked at it. 
one is from you and to my friend Peter Hawkins. The other, um, here he caught sight of the strange symbols as he opened the envelope and the dark look came into his face. I bet he reads shorthand. I bet he does. Blazed wickedly. The other is a vile thing, an outrage upon friendship and hospitality. It is not signed. Well... So it cannot matter to us. Oh! And she calmly held held letter and envelope in the flame of the lamp um, until they were consumed. Then he went on. The letter to Hawkins, that I shall of course send on since it is yours. Your letters are sacred to me. You pardon my friends that unknowingly I did break the seal. Will not you cover it again? He held out the letter to me. With a courteous bow, handed me a clean envelope. I could only re- redirect it and hand it to him in silence. So Jonathan's like, he doesn't tell Jonathan he reads his letters, but obviously yeah, he does yeah, now. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not know this from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you went out of the room, I could hear the key turn softly. A minute later, I went over and tried it, and the door was locked. Oh, dear. When an hour or two after, the Count came quietly into the room. His coming wakened me, for I had gone to sleep on the sofa. He really likes a kip on the sofa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, room. I fucking love a kip on the sofa. It's good. That little cheeky bit of like, am I going to go? Am I not going to go? Oh, I'm going. No, oh, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, he was very courteous and very cheery in his manner. And seeing that I had been sleeping, he said, So, my friend, you are tired. Go to bed. There is the surest... Um, Sorry, isn't that every partner ever? Like, do you want to go to bed? You've <laughs> <laughs> been asleep on the sofa for ages. We just go to bed and leave me alone. There is the surest rest. I may not have the pleasure to talk tonight since there are many labours to me, but you will sleep, I pray. I passed to my room and went to bed and, strange to say, slept without dreams. Despair has its own calms. Mm-hmm. Poor Jonathan. Oh. Too fucked up even to dream. Bloody hell. Um, oh, Jonathan. Safe to say, very much trapped. As Jonathan notices more and more Dracula's leaving, he notices that he wears Jonathan's coat. That is fucking rude. Yeah, so he's like, so now he's like, he's fucking... So many rude people in this. Yeah, but now he's like, he's impersonating me whenever he goes off to do whatever he's fucking doing. Sorry, but isn't he like lanky and terrifying looking? He's impersonating me. It's going to take more than the coat, isn't it, mate? Think a bit more of yourself. Well, the thing is, Jonathan's like, if I can just get out of the castle and get to a village, then I'm safe. And he's like, that guy's doing fucking weird shit. If I get to a village, they're going to think it's me and they're not going to help me. So Jonathan's like, so the trapment's getting bigger. Mm. He's like, I don't fucking know how to get away from this. Um, but Jonathan's smart. Like, yeah, but mm. Jonathan's like, what the fuck is he even doing out there? Like, obviously mm. he's posting the letters, but yeah. there's other weird shit going on. Is he posting the letters? Because is Jonathan getting replies? No. No? no. So I'll be like, well, what, what makes you think he's posting the letters, my love? It's true. I mean, he is posting the letters. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least he's doing that yeah. then. Like, How do we know? Well, Jonathan seems to trust him and... As I know from later on, <laughs> they do get delivered. <laughs> so, so, so there's that. Okay, okay, um, we'll trust him. We'll trust him with that. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan's suspicions grow as to what the Count might be doing. Okay. Out and about. Out and about with the Count. A lovely book. When a couple of... So, well, one night when the Count has gone out. Count out. Mm-hmm. When a couple of hours had passed, I heard something stirring in the Count's room. Something like a sharp wail, quickly suppressed. This is after the Count has returned. Mm. And then there was a silence. Deep awful silence which chilled me with a beating heart i tried the door but i was locked in my prison and could do nothing i sat down and simply cried um as i sat i heard a sound in the courtyard without the agonized cry of a woman i rushed to the window and throwing it open peered out between the bars there indeed was a woman with disheveled hair holding her hands over her heart as one distressed with running she was leaning against a corner of the gateway when she saw my face at the window. She threw herself forward and shouted in a voice laden with menace, Monster! Give me my child! Jesus. 
She threw herself on her knees and raised up her hands, cried the same words in, a to in tones which wrung my heart. Then she tore her hair and beat her breast like a baboon um, <laughs> and abandoned herself to all the violence of, of extravagant emotion. Fine. Sorry, have you ever seen someone seriously beat their chest apart from Jeffrey Dahmer after he killed that guy? No. <laughs> like, who does that? No one does that. It hurts. Also, it's just not fucking Tarzan. Give me my child! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird! And not to be crude, but ladies don't definitely aren't doing it. We've got tits in the way. Yeah, exactly. I just did a little joke Dharma. Yeah, her. Especially when you lose a child, they go weird. She's also ripping her hair out. But I kind of get, I get that. that. Like, ah. Give me the child. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it's like pulling her hand and give me my child. Like open oh, palm. I... Like it's mine. Yeah. Give it. Like that, I get more open. It needs because when they say beat, that makes it sound like a closed fist. So yeah, with her open palm, she struck her chest. Give me my child. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we workshopped it. We made it better. You're welcome. We talked through it as a process. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get the stage production together. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> um, finally, she threw herself um, forward, and, th and though I could not see her, I could hear the beating of her naked hands against the door. Somewhere, high overhead, probably on the tower, I heard the voice of the Count calling in harsh, metallic whisper. His call seemed to be answered from far and wide by the howling of wolves. Before many minutes had passed, a pack of them poured like a pent-up dam when liberated through the wide entrance into the courtyard. There was no cry from the woman, and the howling of the wolves was but short. Before long, they streamed away, singly licking their lips. Singly licking lips? Singly. Singly? Yeah. They, <laughs> they, str they streamed away singly. I could not pity her, for I knew now what had become of her child, and she was better dead. Oh. Now, I, I, I want to unpack this a little bit here. Yeah, please do. Um, so, obviously it's awful if your child is killed. I get mm. that. I'm not taking that away. Um, but to assume she's better literally savaged to death by wolves. Because her child's gone. I mean, like, there's even if you're like you're better off dead. I mean, you know, problems with that in itself. There's nicer ways to go than being savaged by wolves. But to me, it might be because it's written by man. I don't know. But to me, I'm just like, do you have you said that she's better off dead because it feeds into the idea that a woman is only as valuable as her worth to a man or in motherhood. And mm. now she doesn't, now she's lost motherhood, she's worthless. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. she's no longer a mother. Yeah. She's better dead. Yeah. She's, got, she's lost all use. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. I couldn't pity her. Well, I mean, you could. Yeah. She did just, you just get ripped apart by Her wolves. child died and then she was ripped apart by wolves. Her child wolves. didn't die. Her child was murdered. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then she got savaged to death by wolves. I couldn't pity her. You could. I mean, I think you could, Jonathan. Like, it's kind of poetic justice, that, isn't it? What? Bear off that. Bear this way, love. Like, <laughs> she wouldn't weird. survive out there on her own. It's the kindest thing to do. Just looking at the strike, like, it was the kindest thing. <laughs> You're not meant to see this. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying I'm on your side. I'm saying I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Weird. Weird. Um, as the days go on, Dracula instructs Jonathan to write three letters, which detail um, his time at Dracula's, but um, they're very like specific as to what they for Dracula's written them mm -hmm. um, and addressed them to Mina and to Doctor um, Mr. Harker, mm. Jonathan Harker, not Harker, Hawkins. Hawkins. Sorry, two similar names. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, 
So Dracula has written them out, he wants them to rewrite them so they're in his hand. He's like, I hope you do not mind, it just uh, puts them at ease and I can't go to town for a while, so I send these now and then they will, uh, you know, it's all be good. And you're like, that's not a fucking thing. That's not a fucking thing. Um, but he asks them, Jonathan, to date them as well. And the final one documents, I have just left Dracula's house and I'm heading um, to... No! Albania. No! And it's dated the 30th of June. And Jonathan signs well, signs off um, his diary being like, I guess now I know my death day. Because <laughs> oh. he's like, I'm not leaving here, am I? I know too much. You know. And he's like, much. writing it, having to write it like, I'm signing my death. But what can I do? I can't say no because it's kill me now. Oh, so, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan's in a bit of a state. Yeah. Um, as the dreaded day grows nearer... Um, Jonathan decides to break into Dracula's room and basically have a nosy because he's like, oh, if I'm going to fucking die, I'll have a nosy. Yeah. Um, but the only way he can get into Dracula's room is to climb down the window from his room mm. um, to get in and find it, um, and get in. When he does get there, he finds a handsome room with a pile of gold coins in it and a heavy door leading down to a cold passageway full of boxes. Like mm. big boxes. Like mm. big boxes, big mate. Boxes. We're talking We're big boxes. We're talking big boxes. I ain't talking your little box mm. from, from Amazon. I'm no, talking no. a big fucking box. Big one. What? It's like you would in a washing machine or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, Bigger. I'm with Bigger. Bigger. There, in one of the great boxes, of which there were 50 in all, oh. on a pile of newly dug earth, lay the Count. <laughs> he, was, he was either dead or sleeping. I could not say which, for the eyes were open and stony, but without the glassiness of death, and the cheeks... Sorry, how do you know that so fucking specifically? Your eyes are open and they're not blinking, but and yet in death they are glassy. I wouldn't fucking know. Also, Jonathan's like, in his like, early 20s, like, Jonathan, what have you seen? Yeah, what You're have you You're an accountant's been... assistant. What have you been through? Like, seriously, Jonathan. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> are you are you right? <laughs> yeah, you just took it out, mate. You're right, Jonathan. No, you just got the fuck out of it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and of the cheeks had the warmth of life through um, all their pallor, and the lips were as red as ever. Look, he likes some makeup, all right? Yeah, he's really pretty. Um, but there was no sign of movement, no pulse, no breath, no beating of the heart. I bent over him and tried to find any creepy. sign of life, but in vain. He cannot have lain there long, for the earthy smell would have passed away in a few hours. By the side of the box were, um, was its cover, pierced with holes here and there. I thought he might have the keys on him, but when I went to search, I saw the dead eyes, and in them, dead though they were... I thought you just said they weren't. Yeah, it's um, not. Make your mind up! <laughs> um, such a look of hate, though unconscious of me or my presence, that I fled from the place and, le- and leaving the council room by the window. You're fucking weird, mate! Like, yeah. you fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room! <laughs> It's like, I'm just, I mean, ah! Ah! <laughs> fuck off! Watch out for now. You lean over me while I'm doing it. It's <laughs> different. I am creepy. <laughs> you're supposed to be normal. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be making me normal. Anyway. You're meant to be a good influence on me. <laughs> Wait, mate. Maybe you're a bad influence on me. Yes, think about that. So, on the, 30, on the 29th of June... Dracula, who is still friendly and polite to Jonathan, mm. informs him that tomorrow he shall be leaving him. And Jonathan says he wishes he could go immediately. <laughs> I know that you actually do want to go, Jonathan, but don't be rude, all right? <laughs> don't, don't push it, Jonathan. The man's dangerous. Don't poke the he bear. He ate a child. <laughs> he ate a child. And fed her mum to wolves. Or his mum, I don't know. <laughs> He's a scary person. Yeah. Why may I not go tonight? Because, dear sir, my coachman and horses are away on a mission. 
What kind of mission? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Weird. Um, But I would walk with pleasure. I want to get away at once. He smiled. Chill, Jonathan. Yeah, such a soft, smooth, diabolical smile that I knew there was um, some trick behind his smoothness. He said, and your baggage? I do not care about it. I can send for it another time. The count stood up and said with a sweet courtesy, um, which made me rub my eyes. Huh? <laughs> um, it seemed so real. You English have a saying which is close to my heart. For its spirit is that which, um, which rules our boyars. Welcome the coming speed, um, welcome the coming speed the parting guest. Come with me, my dear young friend. Not an hour shall you wait in my house against your will. Though sad I am at your going, um, and that you are suddenly so desired. Come. With a state, um, with a stately gravity, he, with the lamp, preceded me down the stairs and along the hall. Suddenly, he stopped. Hark! You sound like you want to say something. I've got scared. <laughs> Hark! Close at hand came the howling of many wolves. It was almost as if the sound sprang up at the rays of his. It's hand. Almost like they're mates. It's almost like they're friends, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Just as the music of a great orchestra seemed to leap around, um, leap under the baton of the conductor. After a pause of a moment, he proceeded in his stately way to the door, drew back the ponderous bolts. The ponderous bolts. Isn't that lovely? Are they ponderous? What do bolts have to ponder? All they have to do is shut and open. It's either so yeah, the bolts can't be ponderous because they're like in one of two states. But I suppose he could open them ponderingly, like shall I let you out? Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Unhooked the heavy chains and began to draw it open. To my intense astonishment, I saw that it was unlocked. Suspiciously, I looked all around but could see no key of any kind. It's been open this whole fucking time, Jonathan. Jonathan. Sorry, what a fucking man. Like, I can't get out. Oh, it hasn't. Okay. He's, it's the mind game. It's like, you could always have left, Jonathan. Mm. No, no I couldn't. You're lying. You're a manipulator. This is abuse. You're abusing me. <laughs> he is abusing him. It's not funny. Um, to my intense astonishment, I saw that it was unlocked. Suspiciously, I looked all around but could see no key of my, any one kind. One of my favourite things is when people say they looked around suspiciously and I imagine <laughs> their faces. <laughs> And the howling of the wolves without grew louder and angrier. Their red jaws with champing teeth and their blunt clawed feet as they leapt came in through the opening came in through the opening door. I knew then at the term that to struggle at the moment against the camp was useless. With such allies as these at his command, I could do nothing. But still the door continued slowly to open, and only the count's body stood in the gap. Suddenly it struck me that this might be the moment and the means of my doom. I was just be- push the count into them, Ox their mates. Well, give it a go. Um, I was to be given to the wolves, and at my own instigation, there was a diabolical wickedness in the idea, great enough for the count. And at last, I cried out, "Shut the door! I shall wait till morning." Mm. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. 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 Oh, gosh, the mind games are intense with this one. The next morning, he's like, mm. "This is Jonathan's death day, so so to say." Yeah. This is like the final day that the um, letter was it's sent. The final day of life, you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna die today. It's the final countdown. <laughs> it's me or him. I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> so Jonathan's like half like mad at this point because he's yeah. like, "Fucking square to fucking go." Yeah, and he's like, "It's." I was resigned. Well, he's partial. No, he's like, I've. I've got to try something. Okay, like, yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. 
Either he's going to murder me tonight by some means or give me to the walls or he's going to kill me earlier when I try mm. and kill him. Yeah. I'll get the keys off him, but I've got to give a go, don't I? I've got to, I've got to give I've a go, I've got to yet. give a go. So he sneaks back into the Count's room and back down to the cellar um, where the Count lies hoping to find the keys or something. So he's just like, something. Mm. Um, and he sees the Count lying in the bed again. In, the, in, the, the, um, <laughs> in his weird, box. creepy earth bed. <laughs> box. Um, there lay the Count, but looking at um, as if his youth had been half renewed. Ooh. The white hair and moustache um, were changed to dark iron grey. The cheeks were fuller, and the white skin seemed ruby red under the mouth, with nice. um, redder the, um, under the mouth, which was redder than ever. Mm. For on the lips were gouts of fresh blood. Ew. It Ew. trickled from the corners of the mouth and ran over the chin and neck. Even the deep burning eyes seemed um, as set amongst swollen flesh, for the lids, uh, for the lids and pouches underneath were bloated. Gross. It seemed as if the whole awful creature was simply gorged with blood. He lay like a filthy leech, exhausted with his repl- with his repletion. That's fun. Ooh, repletion. Repletion. I shuddered as I bent over to touch him, and every sense in me revolted at the contact. Yeah. But I had to search, or I was lost. Coming night might see my own body a banquet in a similar way to those horrid three. So he can hear like the girls, like the three creepy women outside his room, like talking more excitedly Ooh. each night. And like sometimes they see him like peering in through the door, like ah! more excited at him. So he's like, "They're gonna eat me tonight. <laughs> I'm getting eaten. <laughs> I'm gonna die tonight." Um, I felt all over the um, body, but no sign could I, but no sign could I find of the key. Then I stopped and looked at the count. There was a mocking smile on the bloated face, which seemed to drive me mad. This was the beginning. Um, this was the being I was helping to transfer to London, where perhaps for centuries to come he might, amongst its teeming millions, satiate his lust for blood and create a new and ever-widening circle of semi-demons to batten on the helpless. The very thought drove me mad. A terrible desire came upon me to rid the world of such a monster. There was no lethal weapon at hand, but I seized a shovel one of the workmen had been using to fill the cases and lifted it high, struck with the edge downwards at the hateful face. But as I did so, the head turned and the eyes fell full upon me with all the blaze of basilisk of horror. The sight seemed to paralyse me, and the shovel turned in my hand and glanced from the face, merely making a deep gash above the forehead. The shovel fell from my hand across the box. As I pulled it away, the flange of the blade caught the edge of the lid, which fell over again and hid the horrid thing from my sight. The last glimpse I had was of the bloated face, blood-stained and fixed with a grin of malice, which would have held its own in the nethermost of hell. Fucking hell! You just imagine, like, the turn, like... <laughs> and like, no! Obviously, when he said his eyes fell upon him, I thought he was going to turn and his eyes just fell out. So Jonathan flees the scene and determines his best option is... Uh, to escape the same way the Count does lest those devil women come back tonight to steal to seal his doom mm. um, to steal him to steal him away so as Jonathan prepares his, for his escape when Dracula leaves lizard style again yeah. he thinks of his brood of um, I've written brooded Mina <laughs> he was brooding <laughs> after Mina he thinks beloved that's what it's meant uh, to say yeah. and you're like <laughs> what was I getting at <laughs> it's not brooded <laughs> um, he thinks of his beloved Mina Will he ever get back to her? I don't know. Will he, Katie? I don't know. Let's find out. Oh. I'm alone in the castle with those awful women. Foe! Oh. Mina is a woman, and there is nought in common. They are Sorry, devils Sorry, but you were the fucking pit. liking them the other night, weren't you, mate? He was liking them the other night. Although, it's kind of their, their magic that they do in... I ain't fucking buying nah. it. Fickle asshole. Fickle asshole. They've got voluptuous lips, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, I shall not remain alone with them. 
I shall try to scale the castle wall, um, the castle wall far than I have attempted yet. I shall take some of the gold with me, lest I want it later. I might as well rob it more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. I mean, you'd kill him if you had half the chance. Yeah. I might steal it. Go yeah, steal from him as well. Might mm-hmm. as well. Might as well. Um, I may find a way for this, uh, a way, uh, find a way, find a way from this dreadful place. And then away from her, and then away for home, away to the quickest and nearest train, away from this cursed spot, from this cursed land, where the devil and his children still walk with earthly feet. At least God's mercy is better than um, that of these monsters, and the precipice is steep and high. At its foot, a man may sleep, as a man. Goodbye all. Goodbye all. Mina. Mina. Goodbye. So he's like, either I'm going to fall and die, or they're going to eat me. Better to die this way. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's the end of chapter four. Chap- what a fucking ride. I can see how far we're into the book. It's not that far. I lads. know. And a lot has gone down. So, do you want to know where chapter five picks up? Yes. It's six weeks earlier, and it's a letter from Mina herself to her oh. friend Lucy. So, Oh, so we're going to go over like the same passage of time, but from different... Ah. So we don't know what's happened to Jonathan yet. Ah. Do you know how long it fucking takes to find out when you're gonna? Because I have to wait a while. <laughs> um, well, presumably not the end because you ain't finished it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but uh, uh, oh, a while, I suppose. Oh, I like that, though. Oh, so we don't know what Jonathan's fate is. No. Um, but next week, guys, you will get to meet Mina and Lucy, who's, I mean, she's a character <laughs> written by a man. <laughs> and it shows. Oh, I can't wait. It's interesting. Um, but did Jonathan escape? Did he die? One way or another, by his own clumsy feet or by the women in Dracula. Who knows? Did the wolves get him? But yes, we're about to jump six weeks previously and we're going to meet Mina next week. Thank you all for coming. Yeah, if you like what you've heard... I'm sorry, I cut you off. It looked like we were going to stop recording <laughs> and I got scared. You're just there, like, staring at me, shaking It was all too much, Katie. That's quite intense. Yeah, if you like what you've heard, guys, make sure you check out our socials. If you really like what you've heard, check us out on Patreon and get early release and some extra goodies over there. And if you want to find out what's going down with Mina whilst what's happening with Jonathan, yeah, you best tune in next week, guys. All right, have a good one. Have a good spooky season. I'm fucking terrified. Yeah. See you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For fuck's sake, bye.